Whoa. What's happening, people of Earth? It is Vaughn Joseph here. Time for Who News. Happy Monday to you all. I hope you had a great weekend. We're going to talk some news. News you probably won't remember next week, which is great for this world in this day and age. As you know, I drink some coffee. Talk about National Calendar Day, news that happened on this day in history, weird news, TMZ news, and then real news, potentially, on MSN. Um, That's just what I do, and hopefully you enjoy it. If you're just listening, you might want to hit up the old Instagram, V3TVUK, just like it says here on the desk. That's where you'll see the video of all of the nonsense and chaos and pleasure and enjoyment that I'm speaking of. So let's just get on with it because it's Monday and I got to get to the gym in an hour and a half, which means I will need at least one more cup of this stuff here. This magic for Who News on Monday, June 20th, 2022. Let's do it to it before they do it to us. All righty, guys. Big mouth brother here (laughs) on this Monday morning. Hope you had a great weekend. We had a hot weekend here. Well, we had a hot Friday. It was 90 degrees here in the UK, at least where I am in the UK. And then the very next day, it was 55 degrees on Saturdays and raining. So it was almost like being back in Michigan. But... You guys did not come here for the weather report. You came here for some news. So let's go. So today is June 20th, Monday, 2022. It's the 171st day of the year. It's the 25th week of the year. And the year is 47% behind us. So let's move forward. It's international. Okay. All right, I need another sip of coffee before I have to deal with this. As many of you know, I don't prep the shows anymore because it just takes too much time. And I just found that it was more interesting for me not to know what I was about to read. But in certain instances, things like this happen. It is International Nystagmus Awareness Day. And on occasion, when we do National Calendar Day, I have to click to see what it is and I didn't even know if I was pronouncing it right and ironically I'm sitting here like I can't see it and it has something to do with glasses (laughs) international nystagmus I'm sure I'm saying it wrong nystagmus awareness day on June 20th brings attention to a condition that can cause severe vision problems among other concerns the day also aims to bring tools resources and opportunities for education to the forefront. So that's National Nystagmus Awareness Day, National American Eagle Day, National Hike with a Geek Day. Call your geeky friend, take them out to Runyon or wherever you live. National Ice Cream Soda Day, National, they got me twice. (laughs) Let's just say it's National Vanilla Milkshake Day and it's National, they got me twice. Cold, cold, oh, come on. National Queen Queen Quingen Amande. This is probably a person, right? 
No, it's a food. <laughs> <laughs> National Queen. Oh, come on. K-O-U-I-G-N-A-M-A-N-N Day. National What I Just Spelled Day on June 20th each year celebrates a round, crusty cake made with a yeast-raised dough. Looks like a, I don't know, almost like a scone. I need to move my computer closer because it is early. I can't see. Just as long as we keep it out of frame, we'll be all right. That's perfect. Now I can kind of read a little better. Um, it's a puff pastry or a croissant, but with fewer layers. Anyway, congratulations to this puff pastry with a weird name, or at least a name that I can't pronounce doesn't necessarily make it weird. And that's what's happening for National Calendar Day. But on this day in history, June 20th, Howlin' Wolf was an American musician. He was born uh, in West Point, Mississippi in 1910. Um, the casket letters, which directly implicated Mary, Queen of Scots, in a plot with James Hepburn, 4th Earl of Bothwell, to, oh my gosh, we don't need the glasses today. It's just not working for me. <laughs> I'm just in that weird zone. I need to get in that Goldilocks zone. I'm too far to see with those glasses. Um, anyway, to murder Mary's husband, Henry Stewart, Lord Darnley, was said to have been discovered this day in 1567. Lionel Richie was born today, as was American actor John Goodman. Lionel Richie, 1949. John Goodman, he was the dad on uh, Roseanne. He was also the Vietnam vet in Big Lebowski, um, amongst other things. 1952, 1953, Cindy Lauper was born. In 1967, Nicole Kidman was born. And in 1925, Audie Murphy, he was an American war hero and actor. What else do we have on this day in history of any interest to you? Steven Spiels, blip, blip. All right, this, when things like that happen, we have more coffee. And this is the reason for this show. Hmm. Big shouts to Anuska. For taking me to the commissary many, 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 many months ago. Almost a year probably by now. But I'm all out of creamer. So people in America, I can't get American groceries here. No grape jam, no Stouffer's lasagna, no, no proper Cheetos, no nothing. So I had a friend, she took me to the military base about a year ago. And I stocked up on rice aroni and all these other kind of goodies. And today is the last day of that flavory coffee stuff that we can't get here either. Anyway, Steven Spielberg's thriller Jaws was released in theaters. And it was a huge success, essentially creating the genre of summer blockbusters. 1975, I was this many years old. And if you're not watching, you just won't know. Um... 1905, American playwright and screenwriter Lillian Hellman, whose dramas forcefully attacked injustice, exploitation, and selfishness, was born in New Orleans, Louisiana, 1905. We like people like her. Um, what else happened today? A whole bunch of other stuff with a lot of black and white pictures that we're not going to get into because this is stuff that you're not going to need to remember that you're not going to remember next week. So it might be a good thing to say um, say who these people are and give them a shout out. Because I was thinking this um, the other day and I was talking to my mom yesterday on Sunday, as I do every week. 
Uh, happy Father's Day to all you fathers and moms out there who pretended to be fathers because the real fathers weren't around. It's belated. It was yesterday. Um, but I was saying we were talking about one of her friends who's who's having uh, has a terminal illness and was like, just live your life. You guys live it to the fullest. You're not here that long. We're so not here. And I look at these dates. 1893, 1903, 1905, 1928. And that's a shame to me because they probably, you know, had a real big impact on who we are today and why we're here and what we're doing what we do today. So I will give a shout out to these people and not disregard them just because their pictures are in black and white. And as often I, I, I share a lot more than I need to share, but I feel it's necessary to help get my point across. So 1893, following a trial that was a national sensation in the United States, Lizzie Borden. Okay, everybody knows this name. Oh, not everybody was acquitted of murdering her father and stepmother on this day, 1893. And on this day in 1903, American automobile racing driver Barney Oldfield accomplished the first mile-a-minute performance in a car in Indianapolis, Indiana, which is pretty darn cool. Um, British biochemists who won a share of the 1920 Nobel Prize, for the discovery of vitamins. Okay, see, here's something huge. And I'm glossing over it because I'm trying to read it just to skim through it to make sure I want to talk to you about it because I don't really care about, you know, kings and queens and stuff like that. I mean, that's that's the history part that I'm not really that interested in. So British biochemist Fed, Frederick, Frederick Gowland Hopkins, who won a share of the 1929 Nobel Prize for Psychology or Medicine for his discovery of vitamins, was born in Eastbourne, East Sussex on this day, 1861. This guy helped bring vitamins to our consciousness. You guys, that's huge. We all need to be taking, that's huge. Now, let's move forward to some crazy news because that's the world we live in. This is my favorite segment. I had to move it forward to, um, I don't know why I don't do these on live. I don't, I don't know. I had to move it forward because they're just so crazy to me. Woman warned plane hack should be criminal activity as she flouts social norms okay it looks like she's climbing on the armrests of the seats instead of asking people to get up let's take a look all right a plane passenger posts a video on social media to shame a woman for climbing over the passengers to get to her window seat and led to a fiery discussion on travel etiquette. <laughs> there is no etiquette for traveling now because the airlines are apparently not doing it the way they're supposed to be doing it. Anyway, a woman has been warned that her unusual way of getting around on a plane should be illegal. Illegal? Why are people so extreme these days? Like it's back in the 90s, extreme extreme the woman was filmed by another passenger twitter user brandon who was shocked 
shocked by her behavior and explained that she had a window seat and had to get up several times during the flight. She's got to pee. I don't want to keep getting up. Maybe I'm asleep. You got to pee. Climb over. It's cool. I don't mind. But instead of asking the other, I was literally just going to say, oh, no, here we go. Here we go. I'll shut up and keep the commentary till the end of the article. But instead of asking the other people sat on her road to move, she simply stood on her chair and stepped over all of them. And she did not once, but several times she did it once, not once, but several times. Um, Brandon who shared his footage online, described the woman's behavior as the most criminal activity I've ever seen. This guy's an idiot. I can't hold the commentary anymore. I'm sorry, you guys. I can't do it. How can you sit there and honestly say that this is the most criminal activity you've ever seen? This guy must live in the country on a farm. He talks to nobody else except other farmers. He's got a circle of a community of about 10 people. This woman was hopping over. Wait, where was this? Let's let's do bad accents. It doesn't say where it is, unfortunately. So we won't do bad accents. We can give it any accent we want in this case. In the 19 second video, the woman dressed in what seems to be pajama bottoms, a short sleeve top and a pair of socks stands on the aisle as she asks a passenger if she could pass from their row. This is so silly to even actually say that this is the most criminal thing. Why am I even spending so much time on this story? Narco monkey and bulletproof vest. Oh, God, I don't want to hear about that. Um, woman sunbathes topless to see public reaction and gets swarmed by creepy men. I was just talking to someone uh, yesterday, day before about this very thing. And she's like, I always go topless at the beach. I'm like, but you, you can't do that in England. Hmm. In the social experiment by Peruvian Peruvian news channel ATV, note the words today. It's a it's a Peruvian word that I can't pronounce. The woman sunbathes topless on a beach near Lima to see the responses from those passing by. From creepy to hilarious. A woman conducted a social experience by sunbathing topless, as we said. The dark-haired woman was filmed walking onto a public beach where topless sunbathing is not the norm and sat down to enjoy the sunshine, as the Daily Star reports. But all the while, she was filmed by a crew from Peruvian news channel ATV, word I can't pronounce, as they looked to see how people who react, how people who react to her, again, it goes it goes not a single episode where I, I'm reading an article and there's just like no one's edited the stuff. Who's proofreading your stuff? Can you please email me at Vaughn at Joseph.com V-A-U-G-H-N at J-O-H-S-E-P-H dot com. I'll come and proofread your stuff. Send me the stuff. I can do it from home. I have the studio. I can do it from here. You need help because this is not working, you guys. And I'm not going to reread it because now I'm just annoyed because they're making me stumble on easy sentences and I'm just not able to on the fly edit because it's too early and I'm too slow this early. Ice cream van man's behavior is inconsiderate, but husband says I'm ridiculous. All right. How ridiculous is this wife and what does the ice cream man do? A woman has shared her frustration that the blaring music of her ice cream truck 
unsettles her daughter as it drives up their quiet residential road anytime up until 8 p.m. Oh, we'll have to edit that out. <laughs> I mean, <coughs> ooh, boy, Monday, there's, there's the weekend coming out of my body. The musical chime of an ice cream truck is meant to spark joyous skips with rattling pennies in your hand. Pennies. Okay. As you prepare to indulge in a delicious treat from an ice lolly to a 99-cent flake, it should be far from a child's nightmare. I'm not reading this. I'm not reading this. 8 o'clock in England. It's still sunny out at 8 o'clock. The sun, it doesn't even get dark. I'm, I'm staying up way too late because I'm like, it's already 10 o'clock. It's still sunny out at 10. Woman pretty scared after spotting black cat as big as a Great Dane in UK. That is a puma. Black panther. Doctor explains exactly what happens when you die and what it feels like. I think we'll be clicking on that one. Death is inevitable for all of us, but what actually happens is still a mystery. Now a doctor who works with people on the edge of passing has explained what he has seen with his patients. A palliative, oh my gosh, the, the words today are just making me feel like a public school dropout. A palliative care doctor who has witnessed hundreds of people dying through their work Shouldn't that be multiple doctor, doctors? It says their work. That's one. You guys are... Uh, edit your stuff. <laughs> anyway, despite the sad truth, death is waiting for us all at the end. Scientists know very little about the process around it. Studies on the national natural phenomenon are few and far between, which has left some medical experts publishing their own experiences with patients. One expert on palliative care has stated that the process of dying usually happens around two weeks before the heart stops beating for the final time. That's interesting. Uh, Seamus Coyle, honorary research fellow at the University of Liverpool, talked through the process of dying in an article for the, the conversation, which I'm assuming is either a newspaper or a magazine. He said, as an expert of palliative care, I think there is a process of dying that happens two weeks before we pass. During this time, people tend to become less well. They typically struggle to walk and become sleepier, managing to stay awake for shorter and shorter periods. Towards the last days of life, the ability to swallow tablets or consume food and drinks eludes them. It is around this time that we say some people are actively dying, and we usually think this means they have two to three days to live. I thought it said weeks. Typically, show, blah, 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 think the process of dying happens two weeks before they pass. Anyway, all right. A number of people, however, will go through this entire phase within a day. And some people can actually stay at the cusp of death for nearly a week before they die. Something which actually is extremely distressing for families. So why did it say weeks before? I can't with these articles today. So that's, that's we need more weird news because I'm struggling today, you guys. I'm sorry. Dame Kelly Holmes comes out as gay after 34 years and says, I'm finally free. Um, UK's most expensive fish and chips shop will cost you 80 pounds and they're covered in gold. <laughs> Alrighty. 
My friends have a $25,000 wedding budget, but they want the guests to pay for it. English seaside town attracts new visitors with welcome to Skag, Skag Vegas sign. All right. Former royal butler shares proper way to remove sunglasses and mistakes. We all you take them off your face. How is this every week? I'm like, how is this news? I filed a noise complaint over my neighbor's baby. She thinks I'm selfish. <laughs> hmm. Fuming woman hits back at barmaid's judgmental comment about her order. She's fuming. This website likes to use the word fuming. Mom devastated after spending 160 pounds on hair only to be left looking like Friar Tuck. <laughs> that's not weird news. That's unfortunate news. A man hooked on Pepsi. We, we talked about that already. So are we already at like Friday's catch up? Cadbury World searched for chocolate demonstrator with passion for sugary treat. What is going on with the news? There's another fuming person. Fuming bride kicks maid of honor out of Hindu for having white on her nails. Terrified trucker picks up ghostly hitchhiker. Yeah, we talked about that on Friday. My daughter's friend is taking the day off to enjoy the sun. Should I let her too? It's 100 degrees outside. Spoiled pooches have beds in every room, 150 toys, and cost owner 310 pounds a month. Okay, she probably doesn't have any kids, and I don't think that's a problem. So, so you're gonna spend it's your money, spend it on the dogs. Who cares? If you had kids, you'd be spending probably far more than 310. I don't know. Iconic dog dresses up as RuPaul's drag race queens. Iconic dog dresses up as RuPaul's drag race queens and stuns. Oh God, I can't stand the typos. Moving on to TMZ, I can't do it. Dave Chappelle honored by high school months after students heckle him. I think this is going to be a big thing. I have a friend who's a comedian in LA, Jonas Garvin. He said he got heckled. Heckling is like a thing now. Like, it's a thing because everyone's been heckling everybody on the internet for years now. And now people are just in the outrage Olympics and they're trying to get their medal. So now everyone's just heckling everybody. Soap stars divorce finalized. Good for them. Um, Michael Jordan's UNC debut ticket stub hits auction. <clears throat> Believed to be the only one in existence. I don't care about that. Rapper Obi Trice. Oh, okay. We, we got Detroit news. Rapper, I didn't even, all right. Rapper Obi Trice arrested for alleged threats against ex-girlfriends. So how can you get arrested for alleged threats? Um, oh, this is funny. He's, they've got the clip for Got Some Teeth on here. I worked on this music video back in 2003, right before I moved to LA. This was the last job I did for leaving Michigan. Rapper Obi Trice was busted in Michigan for allegedly threatening an ex-girlfriend and cop says he told her family he was going to harm them too. Oh, wow. The Got Some Teeth rapper. How are they saying he hasn't done anything since Got Some Teeth? That was 20 years ago. <laughs> 
was booked Thursday afternoon in West Bloomfield. This is where the Smurf House, Smurf House was. This is where I'm from. For using a telephone to harass or threaten someone, according to the Oakland County Sheriff's Department, Kurt Lawson, the deputy chief at the West Bloomfield Police Department, tells TMZ OB was dating a woman. And after they split, he allegedly sent threatening messages to her and also started texting threats to some of her relatives. Well done, Obi Trice. Um, Obi Trice is a protege of Eminem. I had never heard of him before at this point when I was working on this video. It's pretty funny because I was not in the video. I was working with the talent agency. My agency was doing the video and we were responsible for getting... Uh, Oh, it says ex shady records rapper Obi Trice arrested on felony assault. Oh, this is something else. Oh, wow, he's in all kind of trouble. Well done, Obi. Um, and I didn't know who he was, but I was in the green room or the holding area where all the, the extras are for the music video. <laughs> this is something that we should be talking about on the Beatdown podcast. I might actually save it, but I didn't know who he was, and he came in with one of his one of his boys. And I was like, hey, everybody needs to sign in. He's like, and his boy's like, this is Obi Trice. This is Obi Trice. And I was like, I don't know who he is, man. You know, take it, take it down a few notches, bro. Write a hit. Then I'll know who he is. Anyway, guess who this little pink lady turned out to be? I will not guess. Um, Leah Thomas scandal. FINA bans trans women athletes who are past puberty age. Wow. This is kind of huge. Leah, did I say Leah, Leah Thomas? Yeah. Leah Thomas's participation in women's swimming has reached a breaking point. Um, I don't know if they're going to say who she is. They don't. Leah Thomas is, um, I'm going to try not to get this wrong, is an individual that was born as a biological male and has since gone through a transition into a female um so once leaving the male swimming league i guess and entering into the female league as a trans woman um this leah thomas has started smashing i mean smashing records like if i were to chuck this mug on the stone floor of the studio <laughs> So anyway, because the world's governing body for the sport has weighed in and their ruling is against her. FINA, French for the International Swimming Federation, French for the International Swimming Federation, that's what FINA stands for, came down with their decision this weekend regarding transgender athletes, specifically trans women, partaking in elite women's swimming. And they say it's a no-go going forward with caveats. The org, the org's new policy says male to female swimmers. I'm really sorry, you guys. Um, the org's new policy says male to female swimmers who transition before age of 12, the age of 12, fix your website's editing persons <laughs> can't even speak or before the Tanner stage two of, I don't even know what that is. I'm learning stuff today. All right, let's start this paragraph over. My body's starting to respond to being awake. The org's new policy says male to female swimmers who transition before age of 12 or before the Tanner stage two of puberty, whichever comes later, can compete 
in women's events. The reason, they say, there's no question a trans female athlete that has already gone through male puberty has an unfair physical advantage over cisgender females. They reached this conclusion based on multiple studies, reports, and presentations by three specialist groups who offered their findings to FINA, made up of members from 152 national federations, which then voted with a 71% majority in favor of this decision. That's interesting. So now, oh, wow, look at that. Apparently, Leah herself doesn't appear to have commented publicly yet. Um, she's going to start losing again. I mean, what else is there to say? Um, anyway. Anyway, Nick Cannon gets Father's Day shout out from three of his baby mamas. I don't care. Um... I don't even know why I come on TMZ. I don't even like this website. Paul Haggis, Oscar winner, arrested in Italy, sexual assault charges. Haggis. Mm. What else? Cardi B surprises offset. Breakfast in bed. Happy Father's Day. Yeah, that what great news. Cardi B made breakfast. Probably didn't even make it. Meghan Markle bullying probe to be buried. HR changes made report yawn oh boy how far are we into this show amber heard shopping at tj maxx with her sister 8.3 million dollar judgment looms get amber heard at tj maxx or tk maxx as they say out here in england it's a different store same store different name she's trying to get the max for the minimum because she owes 8.3 milli do we have a milli drop? We don't have a milli drop anymore. Anyway, could you imagine? You can't even go to the store without people taking pictures of you. Jen Saki. All right. Once we hit the Jen Saki news, I know it's over. <laughs> it's over. Moving right along to some real news, hopefully. <clears throat> We're going to get you out of here because I know my allergies are kicking in and it's time to um get you guys on with your day wow this is twice this article has popped up so now i really have to read it a small monkey in a bulletproof vest was found dead after a bloody cartel shootout in mexico A monkey wearing a bulletproof vest and camouflage jacket was found dead after a cartel shootout in Mexico. The monkey was a pet belonging to one of the cartel members who was also killed. Oh, I thought I was see. I didn't know because as you read this on the on the the headline, you draw your own conclusion. I figured that it was some sort of like police monkey that you know instead of a dog. Anyway. Because he can get in there and disable some stuff or I don't know. Drug traffickers in Mexico often keep exotic animals as a symbol of status and power. A spider monkey wearing a bulletproof vest was found dead, as we said. Um, he was the pet of a man in his 20s, said to be part of Mexico's notorious La Familia, Spanish word I can't pronounce, cartel. Its owner was found dead with several bullet wounds and the monkeys lying on his chest following a gunfight between. OK, all right. There's nothing there. Something you might want to have a little water cooler conversation about, but 
What else do we have in the real news? I don't see much. Car trying to force merge out of turn. I bought an air fryer. Don't make the same mistake I did. Okay, I won't because I already got one. Price is right models inside their lives and how much they make. Really? Why? The definitive proof critical race theory is being taught in our schools. Boy, bankrupt Sri Lanka opens IMF talks, begins shutdown. What do the Lord of the Rings? I'm sorry, you guys. There's not much happening here. It's Monday, Father's Day weekend. The 20 hardest games for the original Nintendo console. (laughs) This is what I'm clicking on for news on a Monday. Hmm. 25 international. This is more interesting, but we'll click on that after this one, and then we'll get you guys out of here. We'll do the poll question for the week, for the Monday, and then we'll move on. Nintendo changed the video game landscape, and it wasn't the first home console. It was a massive... (laughs) Why is it so hard to get people that understand basic grammatical sentence structure? Am I just being annoying? Is this like some sort of like spectrum disorder that I'm going through. Anyway, it was a massive hit, though, and started a video game juggernaut. Atari may have fallen by the wayside, but the Nintendo Entertainment System, or NES, was a dominant force. What are the 20 hardest games, and why are all these notifications popping up in the middle of our show? Number 20, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. This is going to have to be a whole segment now because there's 20 of them. 20 hardest Nintendo games. Where's the phone? Should we be going live with this right now? (laughs) The Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Films and cartoon series were super popular in the late 80s and early 90s, and a lot of kids were probably excited to play this game as well as a result. Then they found themselves playing a crushingly hard offering. It's a long game, and if you somehow make it all the way to Shredder in the final level, it's almost impossible to beat them. That's a challenge. Ghost and Goblins. Yeah, all right. That's that's yeah. That one's not easy. We don't know what made the. What's the most frustrating about the Ghost and Goblins? It could be the fact that if you are hit twice, you die. Yeah, that did kind of suck. Or it could be the fact that when you think you've beaten the game, it turns out you are only at the halfway point and you have to play the game all over again to truly beat it and get to the real ending. We're sure plenty of people beat it the first time and then figured that was enough. I've never even beaten it once. Battletoads. Battletoads may be a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle ripoff, but it beats Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle video game in one way. It's more annoying and frustrating to play. (laughs) A lot of people consider this the toughest Nintendo game of all time, especially that speed bike level. Anyway, moving on. Never played it. Silver Surfer. I liked Silver Surfer. That was a hard game. If more people had played Silver Surfer, probably it would probably be the consensus toughest game in NES history. Truly, this game is basically impossible. For whatever reason, the people who made this game based on the Marvel character decided that you had to be perfect. If you if you are hit once by the constant barrage of enemies you face, you have to start the whole game over. 
every single time. I hated that about Silver Surfer. This camera's way too high. And my laptop's in the shot, you guys. I'm really sorry. I didn't even know this this whole time. There we go. Ugh, let's drop this down, and then you can probably see me in my pajamas now, but it's all right. What's the next game on Nintendo's hardest? Yeah, Mega Man. I love Mega Man. This is another one of my favorites. It's kind of impressive that Mega Man turned into such a popular and lengthy franchise, given how hard the first game was. Every Mega Man game is pretty tough, but this game was also a little hinky. I don't even know what hinky means. I've never even said hinky. Hinky. Dishonest or suspect. He knew the guy was hinky. Hey, we learned something. It was tough in ways it meant to be and tough in ways that were perhaps not intended. Mega Man. Mike Tyson's punch out. Sure, you got past Glass Joe. Then the boxers started getting harder and harder. Maybe Soda Popinski or Mr. Sandman took a time or two to get past. All of this is to land on the final fight where you face either Mr. Dream or Mike Tyson, depending on which version you're playing. That final round is basically impossible to beat the first few times. It took a lot of effort to finally get past that last round. Bart versus the Space Mutants, the Simpsons game. Never played that one. Castlevania 3, Dracula's Curse. Never played that one either. What else? Let's get to these 20 hardest games. The Adventures of Bayou Billy. Oh, wow. This game, I think you played with the light gun as well as the controller. I had my my very first girlfriend had this game for Nintendo. So as a result, I ended up playing it. <clears throat> it was hard. I never got more than so far into it. The tough games were tough back then. Ninja Gaiden. Ninja Gaiden? Ninja Gaiden. I don't ever knew how you're supposed to pronounce it, but I remember that. It's one of those games that is considered really hard but worth it. The game has a lot of fans, but even though fans will acknowledge that it's tough to beat, Okay, the game has a lot of fans, but even though fans will acknowledge that I can't deal with your guys' grammatical nonsense today. Fester's Quest. Oh, boy. Do I have Fester's Quest trauma memories? Oh, my God. First time I played Fester's Quest was on New Year's Eve with a guy named Mark Webster in Detroit or Pontiac, Michigan. New Year's Eve, 1990. Two, three, I don't know. I was supposed to be home by like a certain time. I didn't because we were partying. And then I'm going home and we play Fester Quest all night. I finally get home. I'm late. Oh, it was a mess. Anyway, Friday the 13th. I remember that. That was another very difficult game. This is an infamous game for a variety of reasons. It might not be remembered if it wasn't adapted for a from a famous horror film series, or maybe it would for how tough it is. The game is immensely difficult because it's so confusing. Try figuring out its map system before Jason kills off your fellow camp counselors. Also, we don't remember Jason wearing a purple tracksuit in the movies. <clears throat> Yo, Noid. Oh my God, they made a Noid video game. So the Noid 
was something you were supposed to avoid. Avoid the Noid. The Noid was a, a fictitious character made up by, I believe, Domino's Pizza. And you didn't want the Noid, so you got pizza from Domino's. I don't know what Noid was supposed to be. The Karate Kid. There are only four levels to the Karate Kid, making it one of the shortest games on the list. Of course, those four levels may take you a while to get through. Every level is difficult, even the first one, and the bonus levels are considered even trickier. Sure, the movie was popular, but the game isn't really worth it. <clears throat> Let's just crush through the rest of this list. <clears throat> I got to get to the gym. My throat's going through all kinds of weirdness. Double Dragon 3, the sacred stones. Final Fantasy, the very first Final Fantasy. Wow. Final Fantasy is one of the most successful video game franchises ever, though it found its biggest success away from the Nintendo systems. Perhaps that's because the first game in the series is really tough. Of course, it's tough. It's an RPG. Top Gun, feeling the need for speed? Stick to the movie. Top Gun is another short game, but so difficult. It's like the world's hardest flight simulator. You really need to get used to the mechanics of the game. When it's screaming up, when you need to press down on your controller pad, it's hard not to crash a handful of times. Uh, we can't change the reverse axis, I guess, back then. Blaster Master, I remember that. It's almost like a Gradius type game. I think this is the last Contra. How is Contra? That's easy to beat. Did you know the famed Konami code is probably most synonymous with Contra? And for good reason, with the code, you get 30 lives. And you might need most, if not all, of them to beat the game. However, if you don't use the code and you only get three lives, without the cheat code, Contra is extremely difficult to beat. Yeah, you're not going to beat anything with only three lives. And the number 20 on this list is Zelda, The Adventures of Link. We don't mind that the second Zelda game became a side-scroller after the first game had a top-down view. What we do mind, though, is Death Mountain. It's a dungeon level that is about as pleasant as being in an actual dungeon. There are some great Zelda games, and they all provide some level of challenge. Zelda 2 just ended up in a smidge too f See, you did it again. I we're not reading anymore because these people don't know how to type a sentence. So that was a cool game. I used to read. I never played the original Zelda. I was, you know, sometimes you miss out on stuff. Well, I missed out on Zelda. I played Zelda 2, The Adventures of Link, and I spent way too much time on that. And I apologize to you guys. Let's get to the poll question and get you on with your week. Poll question for the Monday, June 20th. Are you still playing Wordle? I never played Wordle. So no is the answer for me. Yes, no, I've never played it. What's Wordle? I'll click I've never played it. 48% of us at this moment have never played Wordle. 35% said what's Wordle? 10% <laughs> say yes, 7% say no. And that's the news for the day. Oh, Paul Abdul turned 60. Happy birthday to Paul Abdul. Um, hope you guys have a great week. Um, I don't have anything else to say. I'm sure you guys are probably all asleep by now. Um, extremely rare Megamouth shark from ocean depths washes up. That should have been the story. We're all out of time, though, because I have to go work out. 
and get rid of the weekend on my body. So thanks for listening. If you're listening, thanks for watching. If you're watching, I'm out of coffee. So that means that is also another reason for me to get up and pull this mic closer to my mouth so you can maybe hear what I'm saying. 55 celebrities who don't drink alcohol. Why does that matter? It's not like you're running into them and be like, hey, let me buy you a drink. Which volcano eru volcano's eruption destroyed Pompeii in the year 79 CE? Vesuvius, Etna, Stromboli. <laughs> oh, boy. If you said Stromboli, obviously it's Mount Vesuvius. Anyway, thanks for listening. I'm Vaughn Joseph. It's Who News, news you will not likely remember next week. And for good reason, because most of it is all nonsense. So uh, I'll catch you when I guys catch you guys. Uh, I don't speak well today. I just don't. It's Monday. It happens. Check us out at V3TV UK on Instagram. Uh, I think it's V3TV Network on Twitter, which is the original account, which is for some reason now getting all of these new followers that are like guys' names with pictures of half-dressed women. So I'm assuming those are all bot profiles for some strange reason. Coffee's done. So am I. Who knows? Peace.